Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Naya Wrestling. It's me here, your boy Mark Sylvester and I hope finding long time fans and showing non-fans why wrestling is so good. And yes guys, me and Richie are going to be doing a best of 2020 due to us uh, being busy through our work and that sort of thing. We haven't had the time to do it. And so then guys, what I thought I'll do today is do a like just my best wrestlers of 2020 where this is a mix of of when we do the actual episode, my favourite and best male and my favourite and best female wrestlers. But I want to incorporate the two of them together and also include as well three other wrestlers too to like elaborate and talk about why I think 2020 for the wrestlers themselves has been fantastic. And so what I want to do today guys is kind of give you a, a little bit of like the best of 2020. For me, this is going on and giving you guys extra of who my favourite male and female wrestlers are, where this uh, list of five, it's basically amalgamation of both female and male wrestlers, so I have a different variety of people and that kind of thing, and it's one of those things as well when it comes with this top five that I'm going to be discussing today, like why I think these people done really well in 2020, um, what they have done this year in a sense of storylines, promos, matches just i'll be talking about different things about why these five wrestlers are for me the best wrestlers of 2020 and so then guys with this top five it will not be in any particular order it will just be me talking about who are my five favorite and best wrestlers of 2020 and so then guys to begin with my first wrestler is sasha banks Now then guys, if you know Naya Wrestling and you've been listening to it for a while, you know how much of a fan of her I am. And I'm not doing this with any sort of bias because I am a massive fan of hers and she's my favourite wrestler currently. But I felt like she's had one of her best years or probably the best years she's had since 2015. Um, her amazing heel turn was fantastic. She had that amazing storyline slash feud with Bailey. Um, she had an amazing year as well. I know it's going out of wrestling but she starred in the mandalorian which was a fantastic series you should all should watch it. it is fucking good um she's also someone as well who has had some great matches like she had a great match with bailey at hell in a cell with it was like the feud and then they had another match the following week after my birthday um she also had a really good several matches with asuka she's had some fantastic matches with all these different people uh she was always the best stuff on WWE. Like when they were the tag team champions, her and Bailey, they were always for me the best bits about Raw, the best bits about SmackDown. And I'm just so glad now that Vince is actually pushing her properly. And even though, yes, yeah, she's turned back to being a face again, obviously they wanted to keep Bailey as a heel during that feud, that she still kept a lot of her stardom. They portray her as a star that she is, they portray her as the star that she always has and always should be. And I just think for me, her 2020 has been um, one of the best years in wrestling for a wrestler in general. Sports Illustrated recently put up their top 10 wrestlers of 2020 and Sasha Banks was at the top. And I agree with that completely because she's had for me some of the best matches 
a lot of the times when I watch pay-per-views or I listen to people review like WWE pay-per-views or the shows and stuff that it's always been uh, Sasha Banks has always had the best match of the entire card and even though my next choice has had some amazing matches too her matches have always been in that top echelons of the best matches of the entire year and for me she's had some great matches and it's one of those things that when I've gone back to watch some of the matches again to kind of think of what my best match of 2020 is and stuff they've always been up there for me and I think for me she's had the best year of her career since 2015 where she had those amazing matches with Bailey in NXT and it's just great it's just to see that when she's been given the ball that she's ran with it and she scored a goal. And if there's one match I can recommend for this year uh, of Sasha Banks of 2020, it would probably be the Sasha Banks versus Bailey match at Hell in a Cell for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And for my next choice, number two would have to be Roman Reigns. Now, for me, Roman Reigns is someone who, I'll be honest, I was always someone who kind of felt like he was pushed down our throats far too much. He was someone who wasn't really given a proper character. He was someone who was, I think, a bit crap. Even though it wasn't his fault, it was one of those situations where he was kind of like in a bad situation, badly booked, badly pushed, and I kind of felt really bad for the guy. But then with the COVID-19 coming in and he... Uh, leaving WWE for a few months to look after his newly born twins and stuff. And then when he came back, he was a heel. That, for me, is what made Roman Reigns for me to see, actually, this guy's amazing. This guy is so good. The fact that they partnered him as well with Paul Heyman was a great piece of uh, ingenuity and storytelling. He's been so good on the mic. He's probably been, for me, besides Sasha Banks, the best bit about WWE at the moment because he's just been amazing. Um, his feud with Jay Uso was just completely gripping. His feud with Kevin Owens was great too. Um, it was one of those things that he made that feud with Jay Uso so good that rather than just being a one pay-per-view match, it then turned on to another pay-per-view match and then there's that storyline continuously going. Um, the fact that they finally pushed him hill after so many years of people being like, make him hill, make him hill, make him hill. Vince was like, sod it, I'll do it. He's been so rejuvenated. You can just see just the aura of that confidence in him. It's it's just brilliant. Um, talking about some of his matches he's had, like these matches against Jey Uso have been great. His TLC match against um, Kevin Owens was fantastic too. And for someone who I liked him, in 2014, 2015, but when he got pushed and pushed and pushed, that really put me off him. But now, with just how good he is finally as a heel and how him and Paul Heyman work so well together, I think for me, he has had the best year of his entire career for me. It's like this year's been fantastic. And looking back at this year and seeing just how good he is, it makes you think like why he wasn't turned earlier and why he wasn't able to be given this character this amazing like presence about him this amazing aura about him that you believe everything that he says you believe what he wants to do you believe everything about this man that 
I think for me, he is for sure the biggest 180 for me as a fan, but also for him as a character and a wrestler in, in a sense that he's gone on to have probably for me one of my all-time favourite heel turns and heel characters ever and of 2020. And so for my next pick, number three would have to be Cody Rhodes. Now, Cody Rhodes is someone who finally was given his name. He isn't just called Cody anymore. It's He's finally known as Cody Rhodes. Um, he's had some great matches. He helped bring up the TNT Championship. Um, some of his matches that he had against Darby Allen, against um, Rest in Peace, Brady Lee, against all these different challenges, etc., uh, was able to bring forth like that prestige and the like making the TNT Championship as big, maybe slightly lower than the World Championship. And I really like that because Cody Rose as well, at the time when he was a champion, would defend the championship every single week. And I really like that because it made him and it made the championship seem important. And I really like that open challenge because it's one of those things where it is known as the TNT Championship and they want to defend it on TNT every single week. Cody Rose as well has had some great storylines had some great like um feuds he is always has been great on the mic obviously with him being the son of dusty rose one of the all-time greatest promos ever and i think for me as well he's just someone who um has that great charisma all his matches and his storylines have always been fantastic um they always have that sense of realism to them they always have that sense of realism they've also as well had that sense of brutality where i think for me my favorite match of Cody Rhodes of 2020 would have to be his dog collar match against um rest in peace Brody lee on dynamite for the tnt championship and i just think cody and i also think as well cody Rhodes is someone who has taken on board the role of vp uh very to heart He's helping AEW to become as big as it is. All his storylines and promos are always realistic. They're always brilliant. And I think for me, this year has been, besides 2019, one of the best years of Cody Rhodes' career. And so then, guys, my next choice, number four, has to be Kyle O'Reilly. Shock the system. Now, for me, Kyle O'Reilly is someone who I've always liked. I've seen him many times in Rev Pro when he wrestled in Rev Pro before he went to NXT. He's someone as well who um, is someone that I believe when he was given the ball, took it, ran with it, scored a goal because he's someone who has always been seen in WWE NXT as a um, tag team wrestler. Uh, they basically had it like, all right, then we're going to split you off in a sense of the Undisputed Era, but you're going to still be part of the faction, but you're going to be a single star and you're going to be wrestling in the 
championship match for the NXT Championship against Finn Balor. And those two matches that they had um, were amazing. They were brutal. They were hard-hitting. They had some great submission moves. They had all this amazing stuff. And then it made you be like, actually, this guy's really good. I can actually see why so many people have been lauding this man for so many years when he wrestled in Ring of Honor or New Japan, when he also wrestled over here in the UK, like I said earlier, for Rev Pro, etc., that actually this guy is fantastic. And it's really good to finally see him be given the ball. And the fact that he was able to run with it in the sense that he had that great match against Finn Balor, and then he had another really good match against Finn Balor later down the line, which happened just recently, that um, you can see that he is someone who Chippewa H, Paul Levesque, has a lot of faith in, and he's someone besides Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish. You can see that when they are given, being like, this is for you, have some great matches, um, you know, show us how good you are on the mic, show us how good you are with your charisma and everything else. He knocks it out of the park. He's just been really, really good. And it's one of those things, if you get a chance to watch either one of those matches against Finn Balor for the NXT Championship, I would highly recommend it. I would highly recommend you guys to watch them because they are great. And it will show you why Kyle O'Reilly, for me and for many other people, has always been seen as one of the best technical, but also one of the best wrestlers of this generation. And then finally... Number five has to be Eddie Kingston. Now, for me, Eddie Kingston is someone who I've always liked. He's been really, really good. He had a great match earlier in 2020 um, for Rev Pro. Um, he is someone who had a match on Dynamite against Cody Rhodes in the TNT Championship thing. It was a one-time thing, just one match, and then he'll be in and out. But because of how good his promo was and how good the match was, AEW then gave him a contract he then became a contracted wrestler so he would then go on to have a faction with the butcher and the blade and the lucha brothers but for me one of the reasons why i love eddie kingston so much is because he is just so good on the mic he makes everything that he says always sound believable you can feel the passion and the hatred and just everything else that you want for a good promo to be flow through and you can see everything that he says he believes in and stuff and I love one of the premise that he said that his mum was like why haven't we got any kids why haven't we got any grandkids he's like because this is what I want during the feud against John Moxley which he ultimately lost but he's like to his mum this is the reason why I haven't got this this is the reason why and it's just fantastic just to see how good he is and just to hear how good he is as well that he is someone that the reason why he's on my best wrestlers of 2020 list for this is just because of how good he is on the mic and how he is able to suck you in and for you to buy the matches that he's in like where it's like as I said before the reason why he got a AEW contract was because of how good he was and how everyone was like this guy's fucking amazing this guy's really really good sign him now and then now he's been signed and everything that he says and does has been turned to gold and he's someone that now finally him being on national 
and international TV that people can appreciate and see why Eddie Kingston has always been a massive hidden gem. And thank you, AEW, for showing people why this man is so good. And when I've seen him for Rev Pro and seen his promos, it's like, this guy's really good. This guy should be on national, international wrestling TV and that kind of thing. And that's why seeing him on AEW, TNT, ITV kind of thing is just really good just to see someone as good as him be given the opportunity to show people why he is that good. And if you guys want to watch a promo of his, watch his promo when he had his match against Cody Rhodes for the championship or watch the promo that he spoke about how it's like, when I win the championship, this will be the reason why I'm Mar, um, I don't have any kids or you don't have any grandkids and that kind of stuff. But just watch any other promo that he has done because they have always been fantastic. And he is probably, for me, one of the best talkers of 2020, but also as well of this and any other generation. And that, my friends, was my top five wrestlers of 2020. Let me know, guys, in the comments below what you think about this list and who you might have in your top five or even top 10 wrestlers of 2022. And please don't forget, guys, to like, follow and subscribe to No Wrestling on all the different social medias, podcasting networks and YouTube too. And this has been No Wrestling, guys. I've been your amazing host, as always, your boy, Mark Sylvester. And don't forget, guys, to take care. And always remember, it's boss time! Champ of WWE. Champ of WWE.
so fresh, y'all. Snoop Dogg with Sasha Banks, we're the best, y'all. Make way for the new, what it do. And if you went away, let me say she coming for you. Hands up, hands up in the air. When I say hell, you say yeah. Hell, hell, S-A-S-H-A, how you do that damn? She's a legit boss, but y'all knew that. The big boss dog, yeah, I had to do that. That's my family, and we so G. Bow down to the new champ of WWE. Champ of WWE. WWE. 